Patrick, where do we start this week? I mean, so much to talk about continuing in. We start with that I need detox. Oh. I was in Savannah for four days. By the way, what? first time I've ever first time I've ever been to Savannah. Um love it. Absolutely fantastic. Isn't Savannah, don't you, okay, I mean, you've been to lots of different cities in this country. Don't you feel like Savannah is in your top five? I, Savannah, Georgia is it, one of. It's now, it's absolutely in my top five now. It's awesome. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's great restaurants, great food, great restaurants, great bars, walkable. People are unbelievable. Um, People are friendly. And then, and then tremendous culture. I mean, his, history museums with you got scad there you know a lot of art and culture and you know the victorian i mean the old homes the historic homes uh absolutely now in my top five i love savannah georgia it's awesome isn't that isn't that city great I actually, I actually liked it better than charleston a very similar cities with history and food and you know shops and uh I think Savannah is a little less snooty, it seems, than Charleston. I don't know if that's or less bougie. Uh, but um, and Charleston, by the way, is probably in my top five also, top six. So just great time. Drink way too much. Ate, ate way, way too much. Oh, the food's so good there. It's no wait, what brought you to Savannah? Did did you and Kristen? We just went for our thirtieth anniversary. Oh, so, okay, 30 yeah, years. So we, just, we went Friday, Saturday, Sunday, came back yesterday, which, by the way, is plenty of time. It's kind of like, you know, Vegas or New Orleans, where it can't go for that long. Um, but, you know, total day drinking. You know, it's awesome. The food's, ever, so, the food's so good, though. You like, you eat a big breakfast at some cool place, you know, and then you say, oh, I'm not going to eat the dinner. And then you're walking around, you're drinking, you're popping in some different places. And, you know, two o'clock, you're in like this place called Pie Society, which is like a London little pub, but everything's pies. And all of a sudden you find yourself eating like a ham and Gouda freaking pie. And it's like two in the afternoon and then got to have dinner. Just, yeah. <laughs> have dinner. It is such a great city. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, great, great city. And, you know, easy in and out, airport, boom, 20-minute ride to, to downtown. Yeah, anyway, very good trip, uh, fun, and, um, yeah. So, good so for that, you guys. That, that was my weekend. 30 I mean, listen, years. It's not, it's not L.A., Hey, I love, I mean, Los Angeles has its charm. I mean, it's, it is crazy here. And, and, you know, today's big uh, primary day here. So I'm going to be really curious to see, you know, the big runoff is Rick Caruso and um, Karen Bass and, you know, Rick Caruso, yeah. I mean, please Republican forever. And, you know, switched at the last minute, but I actually think Rick is going to win. Uh, you know, wow. you that would be shocking. Uh, look, I tell you, everywhere you go here, everybody talks about how bad this city has got. Ever, I mean, I'm talking at my doctor's office to our next door neighbor. I mean, people, people have had it. They've really had it. Yeah, it's well, it's I really think, bad. I think that's a. I think that's a theme in a lot of cities. You have a recall vote today in San Francisco for the district attorney, very progressive district attorney being recalled, potentially recalled. You had obviously Newsom had, you know, he got recalled, but then won the the runoff. Uh, and somehow seems emboldened by it, which is crazy, right? So, uh, but you have that going on in a lot of cities. I mean, D.C., we had, you know, Fox 5 co-sponsored the mayoral, D.C. Democratic mayoral debate last week with Georgetown. Oh, um, you were there, and I, I want all your thoughts. You were there. I want to I want to hear what yeah, you thought. Yeah, was very, of very, very, you know, very pleased with the discussion. It was, it was, a lot of content, a lot of issues discussed, some, I think, very good, um, you know, very professional uh, discourse and, and dialogue. And uh, so it was the mayor, it was Robert White, sitting okay. council member, and Trayon White, sitting council members, the three of them, they qualified based on the criteria. Um, who I do thought you... they all... Oh, okay. No, I was going to say, who do you think is like the most likely to give mayor bowser why I, well, I think robert white will finish second uh it looks like the mayor's gonna win based on some and you know, listen, the poll is wow. not great you know they don't they don't spend a ton of money to poll 
for the D.C. Democratic mayoral contest. But, you know, indications are she'll, she'll, she'll probably easily move toward a third term. Uh, but there's real issues. And I think it's good to have, you know, you know, democracy in action in terms of um, people challenging, uh, you know, not not only her, but her policies and how she's handled certain things. She was, she clearly was the most moderate candidate on the stage versus really. Robert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She she. Um, oh, well, then she yeah. wins. She I'd say she wins, I guess. I, I thought maybe somebody would challenge her a little bit. You know, I mean, she's been great for the economy in D.C. prior to um COVID. Yeah, so I think COVID, there were some missteps. I think, listen, but crime, the crime has been cr- a mess. Crime's yeah. an issue everywhere. I mean, we were talking about, you know, listen, last week we spent a lot of time on the, uh, obviously, the shooting in, in Texas. And then since there's been the Tulsa, there's been obviously what happened in Philadelphia over the weekend, which was in South Philly, which was just insane. Which was how many people? 13 people shot? I and 14 shot or 13 shot, 14 injured, three dead. You know, 12, 1230 a.m. in South Philly. Uh, so, you know, this isn't just about an 18 year old grabbing an AR, which obviously is just they have to figure that out. But it's also about illegal guns in cities and just random violence and just not feeling safe. Yeah. You know, I talked to a lot of people and you know, obviously Fox 5, we cover a lot of stories. And listen, I'm 54 I've lived in D.C., I've lived in Philly, I've lived in New York, in this heart of the cities. And honestly, I think this is the first time in my life I feel apprehensive to go into some of these cities and places. It's just not worth it. Now, listen, violence can happen anywhere. Right? It happens in Bethesda, Maryland. It can happen in the suburbs of New York City. Uh, but... It's different. There's a different feel. There's a randomness to it. There's a sense of. Well, if you're here in L.A. and you listen to the natives that have lived here, if you do get injured, whoever injures you, it will not be prosecuted. So the there is no consequence if you take what my neighbors say. And our neighbors warned us. And, you know, my mother-in-law, you know, she was had credit card theft of, you know, $20,000. Somebody got into her wallet when she was here at the Grove having lunch, you know, went into her bag. That was the first month we lived here. But our neighbors have told us, you know, this neighborhood used to be great five years ago. Now you can't, they, they've told us, don't go out after 10, you know, yeah. um, don't leave your cars unlocked. Don't leave your, um, if they see your garage opener, you know, they will break in and steal that and try to come back later and steal a vehicle. I mean, And to your it's point, crazy. there's no account. There's, there's very little, there isn't any accountability in these big cities anymore for, for, for a lot of crime and even up into violent crime. We're not just talking about petty crime here that, you know, okay, takes a secondary or, or backseat, I should say, to violent crime. There's violent crime not being prosecuted, right? I would be and, curious. And, and yeah. this whole juvenile thing. I'm sorry. A 15-year-old commits a violent crime. They need to be prosecuted as an adult. I'm sorry. Too bad. Too bad. Okay, 12-year-old maybe. But these 14, 15, 16-year-olds... Uh, there has yeah. to be some serious uh, consequence for it. Yeah. And there, and, and that just happened here in Los Angeles. A, a 15 year old stole a vehicle, hit a mother and her, her child in a uh, stroller and uh, only got off with probation. And people are in, in Venice beach. It's, it's, I, I don't know what the, I mean, I'm curious, like the science behind, or, or maybe there isn't any, are they? I, listen, I think you and I've talked about this for years. I think it's like everything. It's, it's, it's how we overreact on social media right, with things right. people say or do or retweet. You know, there's an issue going on at the Washington Post right now, which is too in the weeds to get into. But, um, you know, I think it's I think it's everyone has self-corrected for. Um, I don't want to say political purposes or for acceptance or, you know, 
Well, to, we're seeing it with think, everything, with with racial things, with um, feminist things, with um, yeah, everything. And, 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 LGBTQ. and the self-correction is actually hurting, in some cases, more people or the people you think you're going or you, you thought you were going right. to protect. Right. You know, like, you know, <clears throat> you know, like it's like, you know, listen, being arrested for drug. There's, there's way too many black men in jail for 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 frivolous drug crimes right? Or drug possession. We know that. So that needed self-correction. But then the question is, with with that, does that then lead to more violent crimes and other things that now we're not prosecuting? Like you said, your people say, you know, people won't be prosecuted for certain things. And they're repeat, um, of- they're repeat offenders. You see well, it that's over and over. Thing too. Then you had the bail reform, which, which- listen, I think was well intended where People with less means were being disproportionately left in prisons waiting trials because they couldn't afford bail. So I understand that. That's a, but then it went overboard, right? So it's just I think sometimes in society now we we we, we overcorrect or overcompensate for what we think was a was an ill and probably was an ill, but then we overcorrect, right? And I think that's what you're seeing right now on social media. I think that's what you're seeing with crime. I think that's what you're seeing with a lot of issues fa- facing us, right? Um, speaking of issues, you know, we talked, uh, you know, as I mentioned extensively last week, you know, there are some positive signs and I don't think it'll be what most people want in America where it's, you know, some serious uh, gun reform legislation, but I do get the sense that this committee led by Christopher Murphy out of Connecticut and John Cornyn might be making some progress. So I saw an article this morning that it looks like the Republicans are going to agree to extend background checks to juvenile records. Cause a lot of, you know, a lot of the, um, violent offenders or shooters would not have passed the background checks if there was access to their juvenile records, right? They've committed, you know, other crimes at 16 or 17. Um, But when you do a background check, they're they're protected. So, you know, listen, that's one step. I think they're looking at some red flag laws. I think they're looking at some waiting periods. So, you know, again, it's not going to be, as Wait, far as I think it should go. Did you already say this, but is they, are they going to raise the age to 21 or you don't think that's going to happen? I don't think that's going to happen on this step. So, you know, last week I proposed, um, and I actually think it's a very good proposal now because it's mine. I, I think you could do both, right? I think there's some concern that if you raise the age, what then is adulthood, right? So you could go into the military at 18, get the same type of weapon, now, granted, you go through a ton of training and all this stuff, so it's very different. I'm not comparing the two, but what is adulthood? Um, constitutional adulthood, right? Keep in mind, the drinking age is 21. There's no constitutional right to drink alcohol. So, but I think you could do both: raise it to 21, and or if you do, you know, you're a hunter or you want something at 19 or 18, you have to get a co-signer who's 25 and older who also takes liability for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So at least at 18, you can get it. But you know what? Just like renting a car or co-signing an apartment loan, you need somebody who who vouches for you, right? And okay. And listen, would this 18-year-old who, who shot up in Texas had anyone be able to vouch for him at twenty? who was 25? My guess is no, and therefore maybe would not have had that weapon. So I do think there's those types of steps that, you know, what right. I don't understand is how the, 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 the narrative, though, is how somehow, and I don't agree with Joe Biden on much, President Biden much, but I, I don't believe the Second Amendment is absolute. And what I mean by that is, yes, you have a right to bear arms. There's a lot of levels in that, right? So um, New York State, the governor there just passed. They have to be 21 now to have buy a high-capacity weapon. We'll see if that's challenged in court. 
Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully we get something, a few steps, and then we see where that goes. Uh, but you got to get something, right? Got, yeah, we've got to. I mean, yeah, hopefully and, we're very and close. And we got to prosecute illegal weapons in these cities, minimums. Like, you, if you get caught with an illegal gun in anywhere, minimum five years. Sorry, bye. Uh, I agree with Goodbye. you 100%. And, we and have if to if you use the weapon, even if you don't hurt somebody, 10 years. Like enough. Like it has to be serious. This, it, and again, I'm sure there's constitutional lawyers would be like, well, you can't just guarantee minimums. Got to have a trial, blah, blah. Prosecutors don't want to do it. But okay. But see, and then. Well, That's I mean, we have how? to do something. Yeah, I mean, prosecutors have got to want to start to do it. And I'm sure district, you know, there's a lot of layers to that, but they've got to figure that out. Yeah, and make it, yeah. what, even though it's time consuming, set an example, you know, for other people, because it is crazy. What's crazy is, though, and this is where I get frustrated with President Biden, right? His speech last week on this or two, whatever it was, was just it was a nothing. It was a nothing. It was the same thing we've heard from him and others for 30 years, right? How about you come to the table? I'm putting $10 billion behind this. Here's my proposal. I'm going to put $10 billion. We just gave $40 billion to Ukraine. We're going to add, we're going to put $10 billion toward this. We're going to fund all these cities. We're going to give them more prosecutors. We're going to, whatever, right? Whatever the... Pro- Nothing. There was no proposal. Nothing. Zero. Right. Just. Why do you think that is? You think that's just they don't want to ever take I, I, they don't want to take I a stance. His, I, I'm shifting. His administration is struggling so bad right now. You know, you have AIDS coming out. You know, it's pointing fingers. He's frustrated that he's being compared to Jimmy Carter. And this, by the way, is internal in his own administration they're contradicting you know he says something they contradict it um just his polling's below trump at this stage this week the real clear politics polling he's below where trump was almost two years into into his term um they're just off they're off they're just and I think his new press press secretary is struggling mightily. She reads from notes. She doesn't answer questions. Doesn't have information. Publicly admits she hasn't spoken to the president on these issues. You're speaking for the president as the press secretary. You either had to speak to the president or have gotten clear talking points on the chief of staff on where the president stands on these issues. You're not answering as the press secretary. You're answering as the president. You're speaking for the president. And you're saying, well, I haven't spoken to him on that. I haven't spoken to him on that. I haven't spoken to him on that. What's going on? I mean, listen, I I, th- I think they're just, they're in a world of hurt right now. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they, you know, with inflation and gas prices and self-inflicted wounds elsewhere, he, 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 he institutes the Defense Fund Act, which people were asking him to do for three months on the baby formula. He does it yesterday for solar panels. Like, well, I mean, now they, the formula thing seems to be getting under control. I mean, they had this huge shipment from Germany. The plant in Michigan reopened last week. That's going to be so it's only it's just but, but it's also it has the been very difficult. Depthness of it, right? Yeah, well, like, I get it. We're, we're, we're Defense Fund Act for solar panels. It just looks like you're appeasing, you know, the climate activists or the climate, you know, and that's not to say that climate change isn't important, but like the timing, like that's what you're focused on right now. I don't know. Anyway, that's just, I think it's going to be a very, very rough midterm. For the Dems. Despite the abortion issue and despite guns. I know. I still think it's going to be a very, very tough midterm for the Dems. That will be the very Senate, interesting. They have a slight chance on the Senate because of, you know, listen, Dr. Oz won. Yeah, give I me your Fe- thoughts. And and Fetterman, I mean, Fetterman, I think his health is stable, although a lot of Democrats think, reportedly. Well, now they say it's not going to be able to get back on the campaign trail to the end of July. Um, that's going to be an interesting race. I think, I think Fetterman probably wins, which would be a loss for the Republicans. Um, you know, in an open seat. I don't know. I it'll mean, be, it'll be interesting if Herschel Walker can win in Georgia. 
So based on the quality of candidates, the Republicans could have fumbled the Senate side. They're going to they're going to crush in the House. They're just going to crush in the House. I mean, you know, I'm reading they could win 30, 40 seats in the House, which would be just massive. Oh, my God. Um, so, you know, there's a chance you have a split House. You know, the question is then who becomes Speaker of the, of the House? Is it, does it become Kevin McCarthy or is he, you know, tainted by January 6th? Does it become someone else? Um, and then, listen, I think there's mixed results for Trump and candidates he's endorsed or not endorsed. Um, so we'll see, we'll see where that goes, but, um, listen, once we get through, you know, the next four or five months, it's presidential. Like, it's crazy to think, but you know, you know, you're a year from year ish, maybe a little more of having primaries, you know, or really, I mean, you don't even, I can't even imagine thinking about that. And then, you know, it's for the Democrats. It's like, what do they do? You know, I mean, can you, can uh... I was saying that to somebody today, a friend of mine who is, you know, a Dem, uh, and he said the same thing. The, 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 there's very few voices right now on the Democrat, strong voices on the Democratic side. You know, could have Chris Murphy from Connecticut, okay? Seems, yeah. again, I don't there know his go. politics. Does he seem reasonable? He certainly seems reasonable on what he's trying to get accomplished on this committee. I'm sure, you know, so he's considered probably a, you know, a New England liberal, which is never a great thing right now. But is does he emerge as a voice that maybe can be seen as, you know, for the Dems? I, I don't know. But um, I just don't see how you can rerun Joe Biden. I just I just don't. I mean, and I'm not talking about whether you agree, like, you know, because there's people who think DeSantis is whatever he is and others. But the Republicans clearly have more possibilities, much many than the Dems do, right? So um, from moderate, like with Hogan, to DeSantis, to, uh, you know, many other potential Republican uh, candidates, you know, Nikki Haley's of the world, and although I think her, her I think her, her window passed, but, um, uh, you know, yeah. listen um, well, also staying with um, January, you know, well, politics and in D.C., um, January 6th, you know, all uh, the insurrection, the trials begin this week, right? Hearings. Hearings, yeah. hearings. Yep. OK. Thursday um, night, actually in prime time. In prime uh, time. All right. You know, listen, we'll see. You know, Jamie Raskin, who is Democrat from Maryland, I believe, is chairing the House side of the hearings uh, or one of them. You know, he's come out and said there's much more than incitement that they have found on Trump. I I think there's going to be some bad evidence or. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, me too. Yeah, that we're going to say. I think we're going to see text messages. I think we're going to see emails that are not going to find Trump and some of his colleagues in in the best light. And we'll see how it plays out. Does the American public care? There was a poll that came out yesterday or day before that said for the first time since January 6th, it's a minority of Americans now who believe Trump's at fault. I'm not sure why that polling has changed. Are people just, do they not, I don't want to say not care about it anymore because that would be terrible, but have they just kind of moved on with everything else? Who did that? Really? I feel like most people, that was like a really bad moment in our history that people. Oh, it's terrible moment. I'm just saying, you know, Americans, you know, you're heading a year and a half later. Um, Where are they doing these polls? I mean, you know. what? It, oh, this was the legit poll. I mean, even I think it was NBC, Washington, maybe Washington. Well, I don't believe polls. We we went through all oh, this Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but my point is it's not 80% like it should be, Right. Like, even if it's 52, 40, whatever it is, you know, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know I think how people, much Trump's to blame. 
Well, I think, um, you know, don't you feel like they are going to bring legitimate charges against Trump? I mean, you know, he is on the biggest thing is him calling the Georgia governor. Find me those, you know, votes. I mean, that right there. I mean, don't you think, think they there's are more chance? Move forward? On, I think there's more chance on that than on him tied to the insurrect. I Again, I'm by far a legal scholar. Uh, I think it's harder to even though he, there's some incitement there. Did he really cause that? I think also as the president, you have certain cover. But if you were trying to manipulate and get non-electors to vote in the Georgia, like, we'll see what comes out. But yeah. uh, His issues are far from over, don't you think? I mean, they're going to really, as they should. I mean, you know, he, look. The Dems. such a cluster. Here's the thing. I, I saw one one Democratic senator said yesterday, he, he's afraid that Trump's going to be allowed to run again right oh you know what he should want trump to run again because to me that's the only way the dems win the presidency in two years is if trump's on the ticket if trump's not on that ticket i i don't see how the dems hold on to the presidency right now now again two years long time a lot of changes as it stands right now to me trump running this is the only way the Dems have a chance for the president. Oh, really? Uh, okay, God, I I don't know. Who, I mean, no, who, you're right. Who beats Who beats the Santas? Who beats? I'm trying like, to think of like no one, no one. And again, you don't have to agree one thing with he that he does. You could think he's a complete fraud, right? But you know what? He's going to win Florida. He's going to win Georgia. Probably win Wisconsin. A win Nevada maybe win Nevada, almost absolutely win Pennsylvania. I think he cruises. No, I, I, no, I think you're right. I mean, I, and I was just trying to think of like Democrats and again, who- when you go through the presidential scrutiny, there may be a lot more that comes out on DeSantis that would change that narrative. But I'm saying right now. Cause I mean, who else are you going to put up? You know, you think Gavin Newsom, I mean, you know, yeah, well, I, I, listen, I do think that Gavin Newsom on stage could at least, that's the other thing. DeSantis is a very good orator. He's very smart. Military, Harvard, blah, blah, blah. I mean, could a Newsom stand toe-to-toe with him in a debate? Absolutely. Right? And again, put politics aside, put policy aside. I'm just talking about personalities. Oh, okay, yeah. But right now, like DeSantis against Biden on the stage? Or Kamala? Oh, it, yeah, I know. Kamala's, for the Dems. Yeah. It yeah. would be disastrous for the Dems. Um, I did, okay, I wanted to ask you a couple questions uh, that you tweeted about over the um, the course Uh-oh. of the week. Well, well, no, but like um, you know, it was interesting. The Georgetown professor, right, who yes. um, initially had tweeted about um, the press secretary changing, and and he had right before he'd started at Georgetown had essentially given a name of somebody who should be nominated. He felt and said, "You're talking about for Supreme Court." Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. For Supreme Court. Yeah. OK, thank you. So he so Elia, I think you pronounce it Shapiro. Um, some call him a conservative, some call him moderate, uh, very academic. Uh, I forget what he was going to run. But I think he was going to oversee the constitutional side of Georgetown Law School, I guess. Um, and there was I forget his title. Yes. Long story short, he tweeted uh, something to the effect, and he admitted it was misworded, without a doubt. He he said it wasn't worded properly. His premise was that Joe Biden should not have said he was going to nominate a black female. Right. He said he should have left it open, let the best candidates come forward, and then you certainly can choose a black female. But his position was, it shouldn't have been based on race out of the gate. And he got crushed for it. Uh, he was ready to take over. Four-month investigation by Georgetown. And they they kind of let him skate on a technicality because they said it violated certain discourse and inclusion policies from Georgetown. He tweeted it the day or a couple of days before he started. So technically, he wasn't an employee of Georgetown at the time. Right. So therefore, they couldn't discipline him. Went over. He said, OK, I'm glad I'm back. Uh, and then a few days later, resigned, saying that um, 
after he actually read the full report and digested it, uh, he was basically one bad take or one bad comment away from, you know, being out again. Uh, he criticized free speech, you know, the, the, that, you know, this is, you know, the, that an institution like Georgetown should, should want both sides, discussion, uh, opposing opinions, all that stuff. Now, listen, there's some who criticize him, say, you know, the fact that he waited four months and then resigned because now he's gained more popularity and, and is that more lucrative for him on the so-called, you know, you know, from, from, from Oh, being, I'm sure. Know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I mean, yeah. so listen, I, I don't know, know him, don't know anything. I, there's just been a lot of that. Um, like they needed four months to investigate that. <laughs> like, uh, so, it, you know, uh, and what's your two, so, so we talked about this before. I believe institutions have to be very careful. Academic institutions, you know, journalists, you know, the New York Times is and the Washington Post, you know, and, and then political, you know, and then public institutions. What I, I've, I've been reading a lot on the breakdown of institutions in this country, what they stand for, what they stood for. And, you know, these institutions have to be careful just trying to appease a certain, you know. Uh, well, it's a, it's a very loud group of, um, correct. you know, <laughs> this, this institution, yeah. you, you know, and we, we kind of talked about this right out of the gate. I think these institutions have to be careful, right? Um, they have to set up, I think, set up better guidelines. I think, you know, people should be allowed to apologize. These institutions shouldn't be going so overboard. Um, and, you know, as an academic institution, you should want to stand for, I mean, listen, he may have misworded it where it came across as like, you know, it could have been interpreted. He was saying, don't put a black woman on the Supreme court. And that's not what he said. I forget the exact original tweet. Well, he, yeah. I mean, I get where it was. It was, it was, you know, he basically but said it a certainly lesser. Did it, I, listen, did it warrant a four month investigation? You know, you went through the entire process to hire this person. You think he's clearly qualified. I mean, it's a, it was a, again, I apologize. I don't have the title in front of but it was like a massive position at the university in the law, in the, in the law school. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, did George, just have it. Yeah. Georgetown's an esteemed law school. Like to me, there should have been more support or more like, okay, right. This shouldn't have taken four months. It should have taken a few days. Let's, let's go. Like you should be able to apologize. You should be able to, you know, yeah. Make some mistakes, right? I think. Um, well, I mean. <sighs> but we've talked about this before. It's, you know, when PayPal doesn't let people who don't agree with them politically to not have PayPal accounts or businesses. That's right. Crazy. It's like, no, but that's going on. I know. No, 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 it is. We've you know, seen it at it, Twitter, right? That's the big thing with yes, Twitter. That's going yeah. back to the whole Twitter. And by the way, it looks like Elon Musk is looking for every reason to back out. I know he doesn't want to buy it. It's totally, he yeah. doesn't want to buy it. Right. Right. Like he doesn't want I to always buy it. feel like academic institutions are a little bit different because they've always been liberal kind of, um, outlier, you know, they've always, to me, that's sort of what college is. Then you come but, back to the real well, world. Hold on. But there's, listen, I believe every institution, college institution, it, you, Listen, it should be free and open, right? You should be able to have. It should. it should be inclusive. It should be diverse, but that also includes diverse ideas, diverse opinion, diverse debate, diverse. All of that stuff goes with that. You can't have just, you know, the, the first part without the second part, like the screaming and not allowing people to have panel discussions because you don't like the speaker. You think he's too or she's too conservative or they've said something in the past. Well, I mean, couldn't you argue in this case? I mean, Georgetown did find him to be not in the wrong. I mean, they they reinstated him, and then it was his choice to basically True. say. I do think though, you know, that's kind investigation of investigation and the wording. You know. Yeah, but I mean, could, come he, have, on, they could he have done his job effectively? Is the question right? That's the question, right? So you know, 
And again, his his side of it, and maybe it's a little self-serving, was, you know, I was basically, I can't do my job. I can't. Well, you I didn't can't, stay long enough to try. I mean, you know, you got to like, well, if you believe. They also, four months to investigate a tweet? Come on. I know, but you like, don't know what's going on. I mean, maybe they like again, behind I, the listen, I, That's just one, you know, I don't want to get in the weeds on the whole George thing because clearly there's a lot there that. Oh, I'm sure we don't know about. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. And history and all that stuff. But in general, I just think diverse discussion, diverse dialogue, diverse opinions include it all has to be under the same umbrella. Well, to me, I think the irony is, you know, for the for people that are liberal and progressive is the more you clamp down on, to your point, free speech and discussion, the more, to me, I think Republicans are going to win over and over again, even if they are, you know, they're crazy. You know, I mean, how Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene continues to win, I, I don't know. But I think uh, that you know, people... By the way, her, you know, she represents a district that's been gerrymandered, like, you know, that, that's part of the problem too. You have, you know, we've talked about this and again, we're jumping all over today on topics, but <clears throat> the gerrymandering of whether it's a Republican district or a Democratic district has made it very difficult for these Congress persons to truly maybe stand up to their leadership or vote with their conscience on issues right? because they're so afraid of getting primaried by somebody more left or more right. Um, and so, you know, they, they have to, in most cases, be in lockstep with leadership or they don't get the money to run. And this, you get elected, you're basically running again, right? Some of these congressional races, hundreds of millions of dollars for, you know, you're, you're talking about they represent 80,000 people or 20,000 people. Or like, we're not talking about big, you know, but, you know, depending on how long you've been in, you, you run committees and you oversee hearings. And so, you know. yeah, it's just I, I think that what these progressive extremist voices that want to shut everybody down, the impact is going to have the opposite for them. You know, I think well, listen, it's going to this is and by no means this isn't just a left thing. The right does the same thing, you know. And, you know, we've talked about this, you know, they're out there talking about the abortion and how every life matters and life starts at this and we got to protect the sanctity of life. Yet they don't want to raise the, the, the you know, the, the AR-15 age to 21, right. right? Where you have seven, 10 year old kids getting tragically shot. Well, yeah, great. Okay. Technically one's in the constitution. And I, I don't say that frivolously. Yeah. The right to bear arms is in the constitution, We'll soon find out if, based on the Supreme Court ruling, if they still believe Roe versus Wade is, is, um, you know, set law. But yeah, don't be a hypocrite. Like I don't understand how you could serve the institution of the Senate or the House. Eighty-something percent of Americans believe there should be some gun legislation, some reform. Sure, they're sick of it. It's enough. And you do nothing, shame on you. Just absolutely shame on you. So listen, this isn't just a left thing. It's a right thing too. Different, you know, di- different circumstances, but similarly hypocritical in many cases. Um, no, uh, good points. And, you know, we, uh, we uh, well, kind of shifting gears because we do have a lot of other yeah. stories I want to ask yeah. you about. Kind of rapid fire. What do you think? I mean, <clears throat> just real quick, we've done a ton of mask stuff on this podcast. Yeah. But, you know, parents continue to speak out about New York Mayor um, Eric Adams, who keeps. It's just I don't understand how he. <sighs> Isn't that I, nuts? It just doesn't make sense at this point. I said I think he has a very radical health commissioner. Um and he's following his lead, which is unfortunate. Uh, but it's not just that. I mean, you know, <clears throat> you know, we had the debate last week, right, at Georgetown. We had to wear masks inside. Why? Berkeley still have to wear a mask. Like, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing shocks me on college campus. I'm like, they don't make on any campuses, sense. campuses, what are we talking about? I, so, you know, I told you. Like, I mean, we flew, like I flew this weekend. I would say 20% of people wore masks. Yeah. I would say that's a fair number. I would say on the plane itself, 20%. 
in the airport was much less, right? So here are these people who walk around eating, drinking, no mask. They got on the plane, they put their mask on. Then, oh, by the way, here come the peanuts from Southwest and, you know, my, my, my drink. They take the mask off. Like, what do you do? Like, that's not science. Like, what are we doing? Like, again, would never say a word because, as I've said for two straight years, you want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. Good for you. Would never make fun of somebody. Although sometimes if you're alone in a car or you're outside running <laughs> and you're wearing a mask, I might make fun of you because there's something not, you know, come on. Little, 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 you see it all the you know. time here in LA. Yes. I saw two, like this morning, I saw two children walking to school at, you know, 745 in the morning, both in mass walking outside to school. You're that afraid. Like something's not right when you're that as parents, you've, you've, you've made your kids fear or you, or that like, so again, I don't want to get on mass again, but, um, you know, no, it's, to me, that's, I just that ship to... has set. Well, I also, listen, I haven't traveled internationally, but I just had a very good friend of mine <clears throat> went to Ireland, has to stay there now for 10 days because they tested positive oh, because no. it's still, it's still, still a rule. To come back into the United States, you have to test that. Why? Oh Everyone's flying around this entire country, partying everywhere, doing everything, going to sporting event, everything. No testing required. Oh, that's awful. Yet, why are we making people test to come back into this country? Wow. It's not like you're preventing it. It's here. Like, people are getting it. People are getting it a second time. I just read an article this morning. Studies are showing that this variant your immunity basically only lasts very little. But again, mild cases if you're boosted and da 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 da. So I, we're just all over the place on this. It's just, I, I, I you know, I kind of say it jokingly, but there are COVIDians who, for whatever reason, don't want to let, they don't want to move on. They just don't. Yeah, no, I think you're going to see that. Um, Okay, last week, you know, we just touched briefly on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial that, of course, was in the D.C. area. Um, Were you shocked at the ruling? Ten million ruled to um, Johnny Depp. And I think I don't know what it was for her, four million or three million or something. He got she got ten and five. um, Both, you know, for punitive that that for some Virginia law that gets reduced to 850,000, I believe she got two million for. Uh, so basically he won hands down. They ruled that she did defame him with the article that the Washington Post posted uh, back in 2018, um, ordered him 10 million, five punitive. So she owes him like $8 million, something like 8.7 million. Which of course her attorneys say she doesn't have the money. To She's pay. not going to pay. Yeah. But does this vindicate him? Does this resurrect his career? Because I think that was really the yes. only reason he did this. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. Um, oh, I think he's back. I think people love him. They, you know, he's an actor. It a, he... it, I, so I will I will admit, I think I admitted this to you before. When it started, I didn't care one iota about this. Right. I, honestly, I didn't even pay attention to the fact that it was starting. I'm with you. Yep. And talk about tape. YouTube, like it was the interest in this was off the charts. I know. <laughs> Why? Didn't we at Fox Five have some of our highest uh, YouTube, yeah, YouTube ratings of all time? Insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, covering it. Um, I know. Isn't that interesting? Well, I don't know why. Why do you think people were so fascinated? Do you think it was a little bit of a, a backlash in a sense of um you know, it's kind of been believe all women now for the past four years. Yeah, maybe I th- listen. You know, he's a mega star. It was in the DC area. Um, yeah, but I mean, people. You know, people watched around know. the country. Yeah, I don't know. It, and it, it, there was tons of interest for sure. Tons. Uh, some rapid fire stuff before we go. Yeah. Uh, this we talked about the live golf. Tour. Yes. The the one run by uh Greg Norman's the commissioner. It's run by Saudi uh uh the Saudis. Uh you know, clearly there's some backlash on Phil Mickelson and his comments he made about Khashoggi and how 
despite the fact that they're, you know, bad MFers and, you know, they, you know, <clears throat> he still was going to move forward, got a ton of backlash, stayed away from the tour for the PGA tour for three or four months. The first tournament for the live golf tour, which by the way, uh, 54 holes, no cut, lowest prize money for the person who comes in last. There's 48 golfers in this weekend, gets 120,000. They're also paying mega stars like Dustin Johnson announced this week he's going to play in it. There's reports they're paying him 100, 125 million. There are reports that Phil Mickelson's going to be paid upwards of 200 million to be part of the tour. <laughs> and it's being reported that Tiger Woods was offered in the neighborhood of a billion dollars to be an ambassador and play on the tour when he's healthy. He declined Mickelson and obviously Dustin Johnson, Kevin Na, who, again, these are names you may or may not know, who I believe has won uh, at least once on the tour. He left the PGA Tour to play this. So long story short, there's the, the Greg Normans and the Phil Mickelsons of the world, and clearly the Dustin Johnsons, believe the PGA Tour has not been fair to the golfers, especially the ones, the mega stars. The distribution of monies, the distribution of revenue, the, um, <clears throat> the no guaranteed salaries or guaranteed revenue. Uh, and they feel that for years and years and years, the PGA Tour has been hypocritical. Yeah, everyone says, oh, all these players are going over to Live Tour for money. But they're saying that PGA Tour is, you know, $20 billion a year business and gives very little of that back to the players, especially the players that bring the fans and, you know, the Phils and the Tigers and, you know, the Dustin Johnsons and so forth and so on. So it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Um, you know, obviously these players, some of them are being criticized because of Saudi's human rights concerns, but you also have players who go to the NBA, you know, play in China and then come back to the NBA. The NBA has tons of revenue and, and sponsorships tons tied to connected. China. I was going to say, yeah, tons. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. Does that get lost on people? Will this be successful? I don't know. They have a ton of money. Obviously, they don't care. It doesn't seem they – certainly they're not bringing in the revenue they're paying out at this point. Um uh, we'll see. You I know. know. We'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But um, the first, the inaugural event is in London this weekend. Uh, it's a 54-hole tournament. And um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the PJ says they're going to penalize these people who play in this, unless you're a rookie and not on the tour. So, you know, you talk – so I read a uh, real quick, an article. Uh, I can't remember this first. I think it was Matt Pilot or Mark Pilot. Won the U.S. Amateur, um, not a pro yet. Not a, doesn't have his PJ Tour card. Trying to, he's on the Corn Ferry Tour, trying to get his tour card. Uh, he's going to play this weekend because he's not going to be penalized, but he's also going to get a guaranteed one hundred twenty thousand dollars payday. Yeah, you know, these these are these are kids who are trying to make it. Have to pay their own way. They have to pay to enter a PJ Tour event. Well, look, I mean, too. You know this. You put you have two kids that did sports. I mean. Youth sports and golf are insanely expensive yeah. to to get your kid to the level of PJ. I mean, you've probably invested hundreds of thousands of dollars, hours away from your family. I mean, everything. So the fact, I mean, I understand it. And I actually, I know Rory McElroy or however you say it has McElroy. been McRoy yeah. has been critical. But I did hear a clip on ESPN of him this weekend saying, you know, you do have to kind of take into consideration and not judge the, some of these guys that are doing yeah. this because it's such a huge investment to try to get there that they need the money. A lot of them, not, you know, of course, Tiger, you know, he doesn't, but he's like the 1%, you know, I mean, listen, there's different athletes are motivated differently, right? There's the Tiger Woods of the world who clearly made a lot of money, but I believe Tiger historically has been motivated by winning major championships. Okay. And winning as many tour events you can. I think Phil to some degree was, but also I think Phil was motivated by money, right? I think Dustin Johnson is 37 years old. He's made over a hundred million dollars on the tour. He has two major championships. I think somewhere in the 20 to 30 uh, PJ tour victories. 
he's probably got, you know, a good seven, eight, nine years left of really competitive golf. Why not go make $200 million? I know your right? family I mean, listen, said- I'm not debating, I'm not debating the, the political ramifications with the Saudis versus China. I'm just saying as an athlete, this is your profession, right? I mean, if Justin Bieber went over to Saudi Arabia and did a concert that was paid, for, like, would people be going nuts? Well, if they paid him ten million, yeah, maybe, but you know, maybe. a lot I, of they, a lot of those um, singers and performers do. They don't publicize it like what's right. being happened. So but I don't listen. I, we could debate whether you should be playing golf on a tour that is funded. By, by the uh, yeah, by complete murderers. We know, sure. but absolutely. But at the same time, then I think you have to bring in China into that with their human rights concerns yeah. and others. To me, this isn't just so. Well, and I mean, you know, here in the United States, we do. We've made tons of mistakes, too. I mean, you know, that's like yeah, I mean, we're not we're, we're not we're not perfect we're not. either. You know, I mean, we and listen, try there's to... a lot of day. You know, Biden's going to go over and see the Saudi prince and he's getting criticized. Should you meet with him? So. I know it's always a balance. From, it is just from a pure sport. Take the politics out of it. I don't begrudge an athlete, especially one like who may be struggling a little bit. You know, you know. I just you know, the other issue is the PGA has very tough. You only get exempt for so many years. You only like you have to win. There's no institution behind you. You're not on a team. You know, you don't have guaranteed contracts like the NBA players do. Right. Where whether you suck or not, you're going to be paid that 30 million dollars this year. Right. Right. And part of that is what makes golf great. You're on your own. You follow the rules. You play the same rules of everybody. And yes, you have to win or make the cut to get paid. But it's also very expensive now. And like so, I see, you know, yeah. I do from a fin- from a financial standpoint only, I see both sides. I can. You can. Again, yeah. you could debate the politics of it, and you know, that's good. You know, all you want. So, um, all um, right, Patrick, we've covered a lot. Right. Yeah, we're long, we've had a long, long, long Victor- pod. Victoria, Victoria's gonna hate us. Now, I know exactly. Oh, where do people find you, Patrick GM Fox Five DC? We'll see you next week, Sarah. See you later. <laughs>